0: Welcome to the podcast Happy and Single. I'm your host Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and you can find our episode Instagram at Happy and Single. And today is episode 32. And oh, first of all, guys, thank you so much. We just hit 6,000 downloads last week, so I just want to thank you guys so much for listening and sharing. It's just awesome to see it grow. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Now, our question today actually comes from one of our listeners. They asked the question, how do you stop being so lonely while being alone? In the early morning hours with a pillow on the left and a pillow on top of me, I can almost not feel lonely. And then I remember that I don't don't have a companion and I'm so alone. How do you get to be okay with that? You know, this is such a great question, and you know, as I begin, first of all, there's nothing wrong with putting a pillow on the left and putting a pillow on the right of you. I remember a particular episode of How I Met Your Mother, where Marshall was gone for a really long time, and Lily, his you know girlfriend slash wife, depending on where where people are at in that story, um, she she goes and she actually creates a what she calls a marsh pillow. Her her husband's name is Marshall, so she creates this marsh pillow, and she actually, like, totes it around the house and sits it down at breakfast with her and, like, all kinds of stuff like that. And I'm sure there's other people out there that do all kinds of things to help them not be lonely. You know, I, I think for everybody, it's, well... I guess what's coming to my mind, this question of being okay. Now, I've shared a little bit about what's called the three principles before, but I was actually introduced to them by a guy named Michael Neal. I was listening to a video of him talk about the moment that his life changed, and mine was when I was talking to him. I was talking with him, and something just clicked. Something absolutely clicked. There was two things. Well, the first one I shared with him. I'm like, Michael, I coach people, but then I go in the other room and play video games at times. And he basically said, Joseph, what's the big deal? And he reached over to the side of his computer. And I swear, like he reached over and he picked up a game And he showed it to me and he said what's the big deal i'm going to be playing this later and in that moment something just happened something just happened where i was like oh my goodness if it's okay for this world-renowned coach to play video games it's okay
1: for me it was
0: just the fact that this world-renowned coach was allowed to play video games You know, the first time I ever met or saw Michael Neal was in a video and he was just so happy and joyful. And I watched the video and I was like, I want that.
1: And then I was talking to him. And he asked what I wanted, like
0: what I would really want if we we ended up working together. And I told him, Michael, I want to make a certain amount of money. I want to be married to the girl of my dreams. There was one more thing that I can't really remember at this time. And the last thing I told him is, Michael, more than anything, I just want to be okay. I just want to be okay in my own skin. I want to be able to just feel good for just being me instead of having to be somebody else.
1: And then I learned... That it was only the
0: thought that I had to be married in order to be happy that was keeping me frustrated and upset. That thought was so ingrained in my head. It's like, oh my goodness, if I'm not married, I'm not going to be happy. And I mean, I've had people tell me, and maybe you guys have too, that like, I'm actually too happy for being single. This is really true. So no matter what people say, don't worry about it. So how do we get to the point that we we are okay with being alone? I had another just uh, insight the other day, and I was driving along and I was just kind of reflecting on, well, yeah, I'm okay not being married, but why do I think about, you know, it's it every now and then, or why do I think because it's not so much like I don't sit and think about that all the time. Then it dawned on me that it was like, it's not something I have to have to be happy, but it is something I really, really want and something I long for. I just don't make myself unhappy anymore because I don't have it. Because, I mean, that makes sense. Like, why why should we punish ourselves and make ourselves feel lonely and frustrated and upset? Because we're at a different stage of our journey than somebody else. I mean, it almost, it comes to my mind, That's almost like being on a train and being super upset that somebody else is, you know, at their point of, you know, seeing the really cool views outside of the train and you're still stuck in the cave, you're just going through the cave. Caves can be cool too. Caves can be amazing if we allow them to be. And the thing I want to pick up on this question is, really just this sense of how do you get to be okay with not having a companion? What, what can you change? Like, what good does it do to be super frustrated and upset? I, I'm reflecting on something I was reading this morning in the Book of Mormon in 1 Nephi 17, which says, they sojourned for like eight years, and they learned to bear their journeys without murmuring. I don't think there's anything wrong with being frustrated. I don't think there's anything wrong with even being upset at times. And just, I I think more than anything, we ask the question, when is it my turn? And if you've already gone around the carousel and now are divorced, when is it my turn again? There were certain aspects of marriage that I really loved, is what I'm guessing people say, because I've never been married. It's going to come around when it's going to come around.
1: What if you were able to change it from having to be okay with this
0: to just something you can't control? And, like, you can still long for it. I'm not saying that you can't long for it. I'm just simply saying it's it's not going to do you very good to... Continue to let that rule your life. I really do, I believe there's timing involved. I believe there's so many things involved for people to get together. But if I was sitting with this person, you know, that asked this question, I would really just tap in more and more to that word, okay. And the other thought that comes to my mind, yes, there are certain needs that can't get as met when you're single. There's just certain you know, needs that we all have, that need for companionship. You can't be your
1: own companion. Then again, why is
0: it possible that some people that have been in bad relationships are actually so overjoyed that they're not in a relationship? Because... If the constant was a relationship, then theoretically everybody that was in a relationship would be happy and okay. So it's not that. It's simply what you're seeing that a relationship would do for you. What you're seeing about loneliness, yes. If I sit in my house and wonder the entire time, like, why am I single? Why am I single? Why am I single? It's probably not going to lead to the best place.
1: And, and I also understand and know plenty of times that I'm like, yeah,
0: I'm feeling a bit lonely today. But there's a difference I want to point out between being lonely and feeling lonely. You can't, lo, like loneliness, it's an abstract word. As my mentor says, like you can't put in a wheelbarrow. It doesn't exist. It's just our thoughts about it that exist.
1: You know, and if I were asking this question to somebody and they were helping me see, okay, what is loneliness? For me, the times that I've felt the loneliest,
0: well, I mean, obviously, holidays. Actually, not even all the all holidays. Back in the day, it was holidays, but I've actually had plenty of holidays with family that were amazing. Why isn't it... The question I would ask you, why isn't it okay for you to be single right now? Why isn't it okay for you to be quote-unquote alone? Because you can be alone without being lonely. And there's plenty of times I actually significantly enjoy my time by myself.
1: Plenty of times. I I
0: think it comes up when it's like, this should be different. When people come in and say, no, I'm supposed to be married. This isn't how this game's supposed to work. Especially as people get older. Yeah, you know, they get that way. We all get that way. It's like, no, my ship should have come in already.
1: Where is my ship? Why isn't it coming in? I don't know.
0: Now, I'm not talking about making yourself okay, there is a total difference between memorizing
1: something and knowing something and living it. It's a total different thing
0: for me to to memorize a scripture as opposed to internalize it, as opposed to truly let it guide my life. I mean, one example of this that I've really seen lately is how often it says in the Book of Mormon how often God is willing to give us counsel, and how often we're not willing to take it. And one of the things I noticed for myself that really struck differently, like it really hit me a lot differently, was what is a commandment? Of course, you have your regular commandments that God has provided. But in the particular story that is the most popular, one of the most popular in my faith, it says, You know, this man named Nephi, his dad asked him to go get these plates, go get the scriptures that were held by this wicked man. And he said, I will go and do the things which the Lord hath commanded. And I love that. But he was basically making a declaration for his entire life. He said in that moment, he saw it differently. You know, he had had an experience before that where he he really knew God. And so he made that declaration and said, I will go and do the things which the Lord commanded. Well, in this case, all he was commanding was one thing, go to Jerusalem and get the plates. Maybe you could could consider that two things, but that's all he was commanded. So each of us, what I've noticed for myself is we are commanded and we are given counsel and we are given insights. Funny enough, the times that I don't follow the counsel that I'm given from God is usually the time that I get frustrated. It's the time that, and I'm noticing this, I'm I'm really noticing this. Like we have those split second thoughts come through our head. Like, Hey, go do this, go do this. Probably don't want to watch this movie at three o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Like, I mean, we get this and we're like, oh, okay. That's what I'm talking to. That's what I'm talking about. When we always talk about the spirit and the inner voice, that's it. It's these tiny, tiny inner nudgings. And I've seen this so much lately.
1: For me, one of the ways
0: that I really don't mess as much with loneliness is being purposeful. Like, being actually purposeful in my
1: life. What does that mean? I mean, in a weird way, I've kind of you know, really let God take the
0: helm with the whole relationship thing in my life. And when a girl comes across my path that I'd really, really like to get to know, I might get to know her. But for the most part, I've given that to him,
1: and he's given me some really cool stuff to do instead. I can promise you, I can absolutely
0: promise you, if you begin to listen and follow this inner voice that feels just like a whisper. It's going to take you down a lot better roads and a lot better paths than sometimes we find ourselves down otherwise. I think we are comforted when we're doing something we love. It's like yesterday, I finished this really cool project I've been working on for like months. And it was of, it was a Simpsons comic. It was like the first comic I've ever drawn, meaning multiple boxes. And it was so cool. But there's plenty of times that I've, I've known and felt I needed to work on that for whatever reason that I hadn't. And then finally it was like, oh, I, I just made a decision that I was going to finish it tomorrow. or Sorry, yesterday. And you know what? When I was working on it the yesterday morning, I was loving it. And I felt this beautiful feeling of peace with me as well. And I was really, really enjoying myself. And after that, I actually just got caught up in playing some games and and stuff. Because like I said, this is something I'd worked on for like two months. So I let myself pretty much just take most of the day off. And I didn't enjoy most of that near as much as I
1: did the drawing. There... When we are purposeful, there is a power that comes through that. Back, back to this alone.
0: It doesn't... Actually, this is, this is really cool. It's just coming to my mind. So I remember Robin Williams saying that he could feel entirely alone in the middle of a group of people. I know I've felt
1: that way, too. And maybe that's because it's not where we want to be. Maybe it's because we don't want to be in that position. We want to be with those
0: people that care about us and love us. And express that love to us. I quickly glanced before I started this recording today. At the five love languages book for singles. I have read it before. But I kind of just wanted the cliff notes. Because there are certain needs. That we would. That we really do kind of sort of need to be met in our lives. In order to function better. You know And. and Gary Chapman is the writer of the, the Five Love Languages books. And in the Singles book, I remember him talking about how, hey, when you're single, do the best you can to take care of your own needs. If you're a physical touch person, you'll go get massages and stuff. If you're um, words of affirmation, then you can give yourself a bunch, a bunch of good words of affirmation. If they're gifts, you can buy yourself little gifts. Figure out a way to take care of whatever your most important needs. So, for myself, like I, one of mine is physical touch. So, one thing I'll do every now and then is go get a massage. And it's super relaxing. And especially because I, I spend a lot of time lifting weights, also, it's actually really important to be able to, uh, you know, take care of your body like that.
1: You know, and one of my others is words
0: of affirmation. And so one thing that I do, I actually read on a a daily basis now. I read this vision of where I want my life to be. You know, sometimes we don't have the cheerleaders that we're looking for. I do have some amazing people in my life. However, if I'm being completely honest, there is nothing like having a person cheer you on. There's nothing. I remember a time that there was this girl I was interested in, and I got hurt playing basketball. And all I wanted to do after that was call her up and say I got hurt. I don't know.
1: We want want somebody to share our lives with. And sometimes that's just not the case. Sometimes we have, to, we have to be our own only hope. We are our own only hope sometimes.
0: Yeah, I remember the scene in the movie The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler and Burt Reynolds. There's a scene where he basically... Just does it himself. So all these guys, they keep, you know, if you guys are familiar with football, the offensive line just lets the rushers in to sack Adam Sandler, who's playing quarterback. And they do this three times. And then he's like, fine, if you guys won't help me, I'll do it myself. And then he goes on and makes this awesome and heroic play. And the part that really strikes me about that, well, I guess there's a little bit of twofold. One, when nobody's helping you, you got to do it yourself. Nobody's coming to save you. And if you haven't figured that out yet, it's time. I think one of the things that happens to us as singles, especially, is we almost feel this loss of purpose, especially in my faith where family is everything. Nobody cares about anything. I mean, we have sayings like there's no success that, that compensates for failure in the home. I mean, our church is so family-oriented and based. that Sometimes you do, you get that sense of, well, what am I doing here? What, what good is it for me to be here if everyone else is... You know, all about family and everything else. What is my purpose? Yeah, I've been alone in the midst of large groups of people as well. Do you know what, though? I don't feel that much anymore. Every now and then, like, I, I truly don't. And please understand, guys, I've been on this, like, I've been studying coaching for like 18 years. And I've been on this particular aspect of my journey for about four, like understanding like all the stuff that I'm sharing with you guys. I really, I'm not though. Like I'm, I don't feel alone in the midst of a crowded group normally anymore because I'm okay in my own skin. I'm
1: okay being me. And if anyone wants to judge me for that, they can judge me.
0: Because there's only one single person that I care about, their opinion. I take that back too. And you guys have probably heard this before, but in case this is your first time listening, a religious leader, an early religious leader of mine named Brigham Young said, there's two opinions in life I care about, what I think of me and what God thinks of me. And when I'm feeling peace, when I'm feeling good about my direction, nothing else matters. You know, and it's so funny, like, I think we get so in our head about the right thing to do, the wrong thing to do. Like, you'll notice that, you know, a lot of these podcasts lately have been like this super, super quiet voice and I'm learning too. I'm playing and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure stuff out and learn and grow, but I'm also trying to get back to me, get back to this playful spirit. Because for a long time, ever since I started learning some of this new stuff, I've become like semi-monk-like just, just when I'm talking to people or at least you know, sometimes doing these recordings. But so I'm bringing back that playful side, that playful spirit in me. If we can be in a room, of crowded room full of people, then it's not. then. And we can also feel that way when nobody's
1: around. then it's all based on
0: our thinking that we have going through our head. Forgive me for saying this, and and I, and I say this only halfway, but sometimes loneliness is simply a crazy leprechaun thinking. It's simply something that is trying to prevent you from doing what you want to and what you're meant to do. And it's so funny how quick we can come back to ourselves. I love the verse of scripture that says, and he came to himself. We do that every day. I did that yesterday after I, you know, after I had this really great four hours or so of working on these drawings and getting them up and stuff. And they're super cool. So, but then after that, I just tanked like a good four hours. And after that, I, you know, kind of got ready for the night, even though it was like eight o'clock at night. Even though there was nothing going on, because I just kind of needed a change of, I needed a change of state. So I hopped in the shower and when I got out, felt really good. And and uh, I went and I watched the Mighty Ducks movie, not movie, sorry, the Mighty Ducks series fina- or season finale on Disney+. Plus. And that was cool. And that was, I I enjoyed that. And then I actually sat down and did all the things that I should have done yesterday. (laughs) Because I said I basically just was done. Well, and then, you know what happened? It was like midnight. And lately, I don't know why, but I've been watching this show called Pawn Stars quite often. I've got all these recordings on YouTube TV that I just, for whatever reason, I've been watching that. And that little voice is just like, well, if you're going to stay up late and watch something, why not watch something you actually like? And it's like, no, because these are only 20-minute episodes. Then it's like, yes. But then it goes to the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one. So I ended up watching a movie called, that I also recorded on YouTube TV called Weekend of Bernie's. Oh my goodness. I haven't laughed that hard at a movie ever. Eh, maybe not ever, but like, I haven't left that hard in a movie in a really, really long time. Like it was just so incredibly funny and it is a dark comedy, but like I'd never seen it before. They'd referenced it on one time on, on how I met your mother. And so when I saw it come up, I was like, I'm just going to watch this. So I went to bed at like two in the morning did not care whatsoever because that was a really great two hours spent. You know, And maybe sometimes this loneliness is caused because we think we're supposed to be doing something else. We think instead of sitting down and watching a movie, just enjoying ourselves, it's like, no, I can't do that. I need need to be out there. I need to be on the prowl. I need to find somebody. I got news for you. And I say this with sort of an asterisk. It's okay to have fun, but well, the, the asterisk part was going to be, you don't have to go out and search through the ends of the earth to find your person. I mean, the people that I've found in my life that I've connected with, I wasn't doing anything. I was showing up and doing
1: the things that I really love to do. So what do we
0: do when this thought of loneliness pops up in our head? Nothing. See, it's when we buy into the thought of loneliness that it affects us. It's It's when we step into that and be like, oh yes, I am alone oh my goodness. And I'm always going to be alone. Like one of my clients. So there was a, a girl I worked with. She was a successful musician. And one of the things I remember from our conversations was I joked around with her and I was like, you know, if somebody didn't call or if, if the guy she was interested in at the time didn't call her right back or, you know, they were having, having their challenges and stuff. I'm like, here's what you do like your crazy leprechaun thinking starts running amok and then it's like oh my goodness if he doesn't call me back then we're gonna break up and and then if we break up then we're not gonna be able to you know then then i'm gonna be single for the rest of my life and i'm gonna be a spinster a spinster is an unmarried an unmarried person i'm not sure if that's just a woman term or a man term i really don't know but i just thought that was so funny That's what happens, guys. The crazy leprechaun starts running amok, and we start buying in. What if you didn't buy in? What if you didn't buy into all this noise that the crazy leprechaun thinking is trying to give you? Well, if if you don't buy anything, you don't own it. If you don't buy into what he's selling, you don't own it. And you don't have to. And a lot of times it creeps in. I mean, those leprechauns, they're creepy people. They're clever people, not creepy. They're clever people. Those leprechauns, they're clever. (laughs) I don't know why I did that twice. But they're so clever, they creep in and we're like, oh my goodness, that's my thinking. The times that I get in trouble the most with my own thinking are when I basically get in this place where I think it's God talking to me. If God's talking to you, you're not going to be confused. You're going to be at peace. You really will. So I get into that thing where it's like, oh my goodness, you know, you see a girl and it's like, oh crap, is that the one? Is she the one? And if you pause for a moment, you'd be like, I'm not even attracted to that girl. Okay, cool. It's okay to not be attracted to somebody. The more I read the book, How to Not Marry a Jerk by John Van Epp or something like that, I'm really impressed. And like, but his book is amazing. And I've been, I've really, really enjoyed it. And one of the things he talks about is like, you gotta be attracted. You gotta be attracted. Well, when we're feeling lonely, we're not the most attractive people.
1: We're feeling desperate.
0: But if you just understand that loneliness is it's a thought that comes in your thinking. And when you let it go away, you're back to now. You're back to the happiness. You're back to your present moment. In this present moment, there is nothing wrong. The only reason we feel lonely is because there is an expectation in our life that is not being met. That's it. That's, that is the reason that we feel lonely but it passes the same way that clouds pass over the sun. And there's nothing wrong with feeling lonely. I'm just sharing with you guys, if you don't enjoy feeling that way, kind of what to do.
1: You know what I think this all comes down to?
0: Getting back to the joy. Like we talked about last week of just having fun, guys. Stop making your life a soap opera. Stop making it a melodrama. Like, stop worrying about everything going wrong in your life. Focus on the fun.
1: Focus on the enjoyment. I want to point something else out to you as well. Even if you feel like you have nobody to talk to, you have God whatever your version of God is.
0: I remember a time in my life that I was feeling lonely. You know, I, I was dating a girl at the time that, I'm a, I'm a hook, line, and sinker guy when it comes to dating. At least that was, you know, in the, I was that way in the past. And I, because I connect very well with so few people on a romantic level, if I do connect, I automatically think it's like, oh, this is going somewhere. And so there was a girl and we had incredible chemistry. You know, like there was, there was fireworks, there was all that good stuff. When we spent time together and, and kissed and it was amazing. And when she fell out of my life. Oh, that was
1: rough. That was super rough. And I remember a very special
0: experience that I had. Where if you guys have ever heard people talk about, they felt like this blanket was just wrapped around them and they just felt so at peace and so happy.
1: I experienced that. And that was a time
0: that no earthly words would give me comfort. I think when it comes to, I'm going to call it romantic loneliness, it's simply a question of when's it going to be my turn?
1: When do I get a chance? The song Bless the Broken Road.
0: There's a line in there that says, I wish that I could take all that time I've lost and give it back to you. We can't, guys. However, regardless of I'm guessing most of you listening to this are single, regardless of whether we're single or in a relationship. The days are still going by.
1: There's another song, I believe it's by Keith Urban, that says, the days go by. You better start living as the days go by. Today is your day. Not tomorrow, today. This moment is your day. And if you get present in this moment, you'll know what's going to make you happiest today. Living a purpose-filled
0: life, and if you don't know what your purpose is, or you don't feel you know what your purpose is, First of all, I'd invite you not to think too hard about that question. But the thing I would say is that our purpose often follows us in life. Almost like a stray dog that we're like, go away, leave, I don't want that.
1: And it's not usually that we don't want that. It's usually we have no idea how in the world we could get that. Something for you to look at.
0: So, what are some practical ways? And you guys are more than welcome if you guys have noticed and been following the Happy and Single page. I put off so long of putting up an Instagram page for Happy and Single because I didn't want another I didn't want another page that I had to keep up with on Instagram. But it kind of felt like the right thing to do. So, if you've noticed, I uploaded every single you know picture slash video for every episode up till now. So all the episodes are up there. If you happen to be listening to this, usually these podcasts, I, I, I have them so they're scheduled to be released on Sunday. I find that's a day when people just have a lot of time and they can be at peace. And you know, my, my hope actually as people listen to these is that it gets them to slow down and it gets them to just listen. Not to the words I'm saying necessarily, but to the, the words that God is saying to you through that inner voice. And so the, the picture itself will generally be uploaded on Monday just because I don't, I, don't, I don't like to do work on Sundays. But after Monday, you guys are welcome to post your comments. You guys are welcome to post whatever it is you'd like to know about this episode.
1: So practical ways of lo- of dealing with loneliness. Talking to a friend can really help.
0: Or oh, even just reaching out, you know, reaching out and talking to a friend, that can help. Calling a parent if your parents are still around. One thing that can help with loneliness is even praying
1: just kneeling down and talking to God and asking him about how he feels about you. He thinks you're pretty awesome for the record.
0: Reading a book, that is probably the, one of the things that's been the most helpful for me. Because when you're taking new information in, it's almost like it washes, like, like the old nursery rhyme, "Ain'ty toe spider went up the water spout, down came the rain and washed the spider out. When the water rushes through that, it washes out everything, and it cleanses that pipe. It cleanses that—I don't know what those things are called. I think they're called pipes. It cleanses a water spout. It cleanses that water spout, and the water spout is then again fresh. That's really the way I look at reading. I've also found you know great help in scriptures, and we have these talks every in our faith called general conference that are really like these amazing motivational speaker type type talks with scripture that are just incredible. And I've gotten so much peace from them. I mean, there's so much more than that. Like that's a pretty bad definition, but, but they really do. They, they bring you peace. You can even create a happy list. Like what makes you happy? What do you love to do? Stop putting it off. I think for most of us, it's like, okay, once I have this taken care of, then I can work on the real life. Like the Tangled song, Then, in, instead of the words, the when will my life begin, it's like, then my life will begin. No, your life, your life has already begun. You're just going to have a, a slightly different stage of life at that time. But your life is happening as, you are, as we are talking right this moment. In this very moment, your life is happening. It's up to you what you want to do with it. I mean, do you want to be an artist? Do you want to be a musician? Do you want to be a rock star? Do you want to be an actor? Do you want to be an actress? I guess those are kind of one and the same. If it's not, this is actually a cool analogy, this kid to my mind. When you're playing the game of life, like the actual board game, You draw for an occupation. And it's like you get, at least in the modern version I've played, they hand you two or three cards and you get to choose which one of those that you want to be. There's certain cards that are available to you right now. One might not be marriage but it might be starting a new career. It might be starting school. It might be starting something awesome. And it might be starting like a vocational program, something you really
1: love to do. Don't get too in your head about it. But if something really speaks to you, try it. Now is your
0: time while you are single to try stuff out. Maybe if you started trying stuff out instead of, you know, letting yourself feel so alone all the time, you might enjoy life. I really do, guys. Like, I'm, I'm not kidding. I have, a, I have a life that I really enjoy. Yes, I do long to be married, but I just don't let it cloud up my thoughts most of the time. I allow
1: myself to be more in the moment than I used to be. Like, once we're okay, we can decide.
0: Once we feel okay. We're, you're all, well, I, I want to go back, because now I said something, and I want to definitely go back. Guys, you are already okay. I was watching a video with Michael Neal. And what he did is, I want you guys just to imagine this. You know, if I had a blank piece of paper in front of me, a blank white piece of paper and I ask you what color the paper was, you would probably say white. And then if I ask you, if, if I you know, painted a little, a, a, a tiny square on the box, and I said, what's the inside of the square? You would probably say white again, and you would be right. Now, if I took a tiny square and I covered all in blue, what
1: color would it be? Now, many of you are probably thinking
0: blue, as I did, and as did the participant that he was doing this exercise with.
1: And he's like, no, it's still white. It just has blue writing on it. The nature of the
0: paper did not change. So the same way with us, all of us have, and this is the other part of that exercise, he just started, you know, drawing with a marker all over this. And he's like, this is, you know, this is all the conditioning that you the mental conditioning that you got from, you know, this, this place in your life. This is all the mental conditioning you got from the world, your parents, friends. And he's just, you know, making all these lines with all this, with all these markers. He says, but the nature of the paper doesn't change. Your nature does not change. You have innate mental health and well-being.
1: You're perfect just the way you are.
0: It's only we think we aren't. Because somebody told us a long time ago, they marked on our paper and they're like, no, you're not good enough. The
1: paper is still the same. It just has different colored writing on it.
0: The more it ceases to be an issue to you, that you are lonely, that that you have this thought that you're
1: lonely, happier you'll be.
0: It's only in those moments that you think you're doing the wrong thing, that you think you're not okay. And if you're still sitting there, you're like, Joseph, no, I just want to have somebody. That's not up to you. You can play games, but don't make your happiness up to somebody else. It's not up to them. It's up to you. There's a great book called The Happiness Advantage by Sean Acor. Amazing book. And then there he kind of talks about like how most people think that success follows or that happiness follows success. It's like it's not that way at all. Success follows happiness. Guys, live the life that you want to live today like I said, with those
1: visualizations
0: that I do in the morning and just say, Hey, I, I'm living the life that I want to. They're written as if it's from a year out and they're written descriptive language. It's like, I am a number one New York times, bestselling author. And this is my, my book looks like this. And, and I feel like this and somebody stops me you know, in the store and says this, they say, thank you so much for writing that book. It changed
1: my life. You guys, do you guys know something? There's no difference between that and how they storyboard a movie.
0: Storyboard your life. Storyboard what it is that you want instead of thinking so much about what you don't have. That's, that's another thought for you guys about loneliness. It's simply focusing on what you don't have instead of what you do have. And this is a, another practical suggestion. It, there is plenty of shows out there. As you guys know, I mentioned How I Met Your Mother plenty of times on this podcast. That show honestly has brought me, has brought me so much hope. Why? Because when we're watching a show all, the, all the, the screen around us disappears and we are actually in that movie. That's why if you watch certain movies, it can be you know, a little bit harmful at times if you're watching really bad ones because it's as if you're living that movie.
1: The other thing I want to add here is it is totally okay to be sad. It's totally okay to cry. And it's okay to get frustrated and upset, too. You're you're a spiritual being having a human experience. And you're doing the best you can. And for those of you asking, am I going to be alone for the rest of my life? I don't know. However, I do know if you keep
0: believing that you're probably not going to be terribly happy. I believe in having faith and having hope in this awesome
1: future, even against all odds, even against whatever it looks like.
0: The other thing I will say that can help with loneliness, service is awesome. You know, when we seek to serve somebody, when we seek to even say hi, Sometimes that can be super nice for people.
1: Smiling at somebody in the grocery store saying hi. Just being friendly. And just talking to people. Like I said, if you got nobody, you can talk to God. I mean, you can talk
0: to him even if you have somebody. But he's always listening. And if you need to cuddle up with a pillow at night or three or four pillows at night, there's nothing wrong with that either.
1: You can... But just understand at your very core. I'm thinking of... I'm thinking of the movie
0: Wreck-It Ralph. The scene where they're like, I am bad guy, but being bad guy does not make me bad guy and they have this entire you know thing thing that they say i am single being single doesn't make me any less than anybody else it's just a certain passage of my life that i'm going through and it's a certain passage of your life you're
1: going through we don't get to control our lives guys
0: there are certain things within our control and there are certain things that aren't. And unless you're going to force somebody to marry you, then that's not in your control. Focus on what you can control. Maybe loneliness sometimes also comes from trying to focus on those things that we can't control. As I said before, my saying is, when we worry about things that we can't control, that which we can't control begins to control us. And when that thought pops up in your head, it's like, you're single, you shouldn't be happy. Just let
1: it keep going through. Let it keep passing through. And just come back to you.
0: Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on. And you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes. So you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more One on one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and and just kind of the stuff going on in your world. Then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one on one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy,
1: and we can sit down and have a chat.
0: And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy.
1: Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure.
0: Thank you.